Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about something I typically haven't before, and it relates to the problem worth solving. I talk a lot about the problem worth solving because I see a lot of bad advice out there, and I personally feel that that's where most software companies go sideways. They start off on the wrong foot, and you really can't make it better from there. It just winds up being wasted time, money, resources until you kind of sputter out. Now, let's assume you have found a problem we're solving in this case. And I've talked a lot about that, so there should be plenty of guidance out that on that topic already. But if you found a problem we're solving, the next step in the process, like you're not done at that point. That's just a great place to start. It's really, really where you have to start. But let's assume you've done that well. If you've done that well, what's next? Well, what's next is something I call figuring out what is a solution worth building? And that relates to, okay, we understand the problem context, the progress that a specific target market is trying to make, but how do we actually solve the problem that they have? And in a better way than whatever they have available to themselves today. That's usually what you're being compared against. I often refer to that as the existing solution. It doesn't really matter what that is. There's plenty of examples out there of unconventional existing solutions. I'm making my little air quotes over here since you can't see me. But the example I give there is the software product TurboTax, which helps us people with tax, people and businesses with tax filing. That the competition that they had when they were building that software was pen and paper because most people were filling returns out by hand. So that's what I mean by existing solution. Now, the solution worth building element, this is where you really need to nail any comprehensive way solving that problem for them in a much better way than they were solving it before in order for your product market fit, your problem solution to really be effective. And as always, I've got a story for this. Now, again, I'm going to use a story just in the physical world as we go about doing our things because I feel like those from a visual aspect are easier to understand and typically more relatable for folks. And this one has to deal with Parking, and in particular parking in my city, which is always a problem. My city is Philadelphia, if you weren't aware, it's where I live. And here, a while back, I was taking a trip with someone, I forget where we were going, but as one of my business associates and we were traveling, and we were coming back through the city of Philadelphia, and in this one part of the city, in particular West Philly, there's a bottleneck. I talk a lot about bottlenecks too. Um, they just seem to follow me, and I'm obsessed with them. Uh, that's where we make most of our progress. But anyway, the cars get funneled through a bottleneck and there's this one area where there's this retail strip of stores. And in order to access that retail strip of stores, there's a very limited section that you can use for parking. You can only park like four or five cars for like four or five at least stores or maybe more like 10 to 20 stores uh, because they're actually on both sides of the road. So anyway, the problem here is that there's not enough parking for the people that want to access those stores. And as such, everyone double parks and it's kind of become part of the culture. So people that need to run in and out, they will double park and then they will reduce the amount of throughput that traffic is then capable of down by upwards of 50%, right? Even if there's one person parked in one of the two available lanes, that means that half the traffic now can't get through and everybody needs to go around said person. So people freak out about this, people get upset and the car ride I was taking, my friend was, saying the same and they were talking about solving the problem in the same way you know they're they were upset with the person they want uh, cops to enforce or the parking authority to enforce uh, issuing tickets and towing cars and all this kind of stuff and like i get it right that is 
a mitigation tactic. However, that's a mitigation tactic, and this is how I think of it, and this is why I want to talk about solutions worth building, is because that's a mitigation tactic that has been attempted for years, maybe decades at this point, yet the problem remains. So this is a, I would say, a situation where we've identified a problem we're solving, but we haven't really figured out what's a solution worth building because the solutions that we do have, they've been attempted for a long time and they don't work. So this speaks to opportunity. Now, to me, as opposed to thinking in conventional ways, that's where a more creative, inventive solution more than likely makes the most sense. And this is this is likely similar scenario for you because you are more than likely a software entrepreneur. So it's your job to think of a better solution to these problems. And everything I've described so far should be similarly how you're thinking of doing that so that you can do so successfully. Now, the thing that I was talking about with a friend as we were discussing this problem was taking a very taking a more unique approach to it and saying like, yes, well, we've done all of that stuff. We've ticketed, we've enforced, we've towed, yet the problem remains. Why does the problem remain? And the reason why it remains is again, because we haven't landed on a solution worth building. So I'm not saying that I've got a magic solution for this problem. Although if it were me, I would probably look to redesign the area so that that area were more accessible via public transportation, with the, which at the moment it is not. So I would make it easier for people to get there and get out of there without having to do so via car, because it really just isn't a good way to put a lot of parking. And in fact, I'd probably remove all of the parking, but you got to do that while also making public transportation more accessible. If you did that, then I think you would have a better chance at solving that problem in a permanent way. And you would get all of that value back. People wouldn't have to constantly ticket. They wouldn't have to constantly tow. Problem wouldn't continue to come back. They wouldn't continue to have issues with traffic because they were reducing the throughput that that road was capable of because of all the double parking. Right? There are so many problems that I feel would be solved and in a much better way if we actually stumbled upon a solution worth building in that context. So the lesson here is what you're trying to do with your target market and your software is after you've identified a problem we're solving, you're trying to discover a solution worth building that solves that problem in a permanent way, not a temporary one. Don't look for one that moves the needle but still necessarily causes other problems or doesn't do a very good job because that'll be more lukewarm. You're looking for something that is an absolute home run that solves that problem in a comprehensive way and ideally in a permanent way. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.